solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum. Welcome to another episode. That was weird. I'm gonna take it back. Welcome to another episode. I'm Alex. I'm Molly. <laughs> I was ready, like, I... I don't know why, I just don't know what came about me. But we are doing a special episode today. It's gonna be very fun. So, this episode comes with some beef. Not really. From season one. So, a long time ago... It's not real beef, Molly. Okay. A long time ago... I wanted to do this episode where we talked about the Sorting Hat Chats, which if you're not familiar, it's a, I think a group or team of ladies. I'm not sure. They're like on Tumblr. They're on Tumblr. It's basically a Tumblr account that has done some in-depth analysis on the Sorting Hat and they have their own theory about how it works and they have a system of primary and secondary houses. And I wanted to do this episode and then we sort of started to do it, and then... We were kind of doing homework on it to, like, study it a little bit, and then yeah. that turned into our own discussion off-podcast. And so since we had the discussion off-podcast... Unfortunately. Unfortunately, then we decided not to do the episode. And so now, here we are, three years later, doing the podcast, and it's very exciting. And there's a lot of up-in-the-air about what what it all means what it all means who what we are who we people. are in terms and now we will say i will say like because um this is a very i would say different sorting system than jk Rowling sorting oh, system yeah. i don't think they follow the same rules but i think they follow the same tenets yes the same tenets like they're definitely inspired by jk Rowling. Yeah. like it's just how you know we when we sort things yeah. we have our own they like, interpret it differently they interpret it differently and it's really cool and i love sort of because humans are multifaceted, so I like listening to their reasoning about, like, what primary versus secondary means and what's burned and what's a construct that you have. There's a lot of different steps, and Raleigh's going to go over with them now. But yeah. why we decided to bring back this episode is because they have recently long-awaited um, come out with their own test to determine using their system what house you would be sorted into primary and secondary so we're gonna molly and i are going to take the test around this live to, live together and then we're gonna have an identity crisis together it's gonna be great um yeah so they kind of say it's more of a guide rather than a quiz but that there are four kind of like main things to their system um so they, it's two tiers, like you are you have a primary house and a secondary house. Um, the primary house defines why you do things. So like the reasons, motivations, your drives, which I think normally when I think about sorting, like when we sort characters and stuff, I think of this, like what, what drives you. But I think we do, like we bring up both and then whichever yeah. one we feel more strongly they're associated with as yeah. a character, that's kind of what we choose. Yeah. Um, but if I had to, like, say one thing, yes. I would say drive for me personally, like, how I house people. Um, and then the secondary is how you do things. So, like, your actions, um, your methods, your behaviors, which I do think is also, like, obviously very mm -hmm. important. 
Um, and sometimes they can be the same, obviously, and sometimes they're different. Um, and then so neither primary or secondary house is more important or more you. They're just two aspects of your why and your how. Um, and then they have um, a couple of other like ways of looking at it even more narrowly. Um, you can use tools and systems of a house you don't belong to. This is called modeling. So you model a Ravenclaw secondary if you really value gathering knowledge and skills or you might model a Ravenclaw primary if you admire the careful logic and philosophy that underlies the house's morality. But you wouldn't feel guilty for dropping the ideals or methods um, of the of those models for the sake of other priorities. So like you're just kind of, it's kind of like your ego and your it, it gets really into like personality stuff, mm -hmm. which I think is cool. It's like, um, this is who I'm presenting. This is who I want to be versus like, this is who I, who really I actually am. am. Yeah. Or like, um, I listen to this podcast and they like talk about this exact scenario a lot on the podcast. It's like, I spend like an hour on scrolling on Facebook and Instagram. And I'm having a great time. Like I'm not regretting it. Like I like going through Instagram, but then at night when you're thinking about like, how did I spend my day? Then you regret like that time you spent on Instagram. Mm -hmm. It's like, what you want your life to be and then what, like, it actually is. And you still might enjoy both, but, like, kind yeah. of, like, what you, like, I don't know. Or if you, um, if you follow the Enneagram test, like, if you do that personality test, this reminds me a lot of that because the Enneagram has, like, at your very best, you're most, like, a seven maybe or something. And then at your very worst, you're, like, a four. You know, like, it, it tells more you. more of a range. It has, like, a range of who you, like, you have the number that you are, and then you'll have the number that you're most, like, as your best self. And that's the self that yeah. you want to be. Like, I want to be a seven on this, but I. I was being most a four. Most likely a four, yeah. Yeah. Which, not, not to say if you are a seven or before that those are good or bad this was just a random example we didn't even say what it was oh uh, yeah and then the last thing is you can be burned for your primary or secondary house so for instance someone might have a burned Gryffindor primary burned houses still value the ideas or methods of their original house but they're exhausted and resigned so if the world was better they'd live by these ideals but the world isn't and they feel they have to be practical so they often find unburned members of their house tiring frustrating or naive so I think that this is more of like in books in characters mm -hmm. I mean I think it happens in real life but I do think it's like very much a character like well shout out to my friends who showed me that this test was real they both got like a burned answer oh, and there's wow. there's something that is they had there was a really funny quote from my friend Fiona who was like I got she was like I got a burned Hufflepuff which was basically like any uh, person our age living in 2019, which well, I yeah. thought was pretty funny. Um, Excuse me. All right, so now we know the terms, so let's just start. Okay. Um, yeah. Do you want to start with primary, secondaries, or I don't care? Let's start with primaries. Okay. Are you with... Yeah. And then... Yeah. Oh, wait, we should say, um, we should explain the quiz's guide. So they say that this quiz is more of a guided tour um, of the Sorting Hat Chat system. We'll ask you some questions and get a feel for your short for your sorting, but you're going to have to help us out. When you get your first guess, keep going 
and that's because that's not the end of the quiz. So basically, instead of it being like you answer all the questions and then it'll just automatically shoot out an answer, we're going to answer like a bunch of questions and then it'll then in, to get it because they have things like burned different houses. Yeah. They're going to ask us a few follow up questions. And then if we're not right, then it'll just keep working with us until you find the one that suits you. So you do have to sort of be honest and self-aware I think when taking this test and really feel out if this really seems like you and you can't do that psychology thing where it's like the first thing you read you're like oh yeah that's exactly like me and we'll link this um on the description for the episode and also on Instagram and Facebook and stuff but that's why it's good to take it with a friend because your friend can check you and be like that ain't you or that feels right um, so we'll kind of read as we go. Yeah. Um, so the qu- first question is, if people in your family or community disagree with you, is it hard to act against their wishes? The different answers are yes, because I care about what they think or I don't want to hurt them. Yes, because I have to live um, with and around them and they can make my life more difficult with their disapproval. It may it might seem hard, but I've got to do what I think is right. I don't care what the larger community says, but if the people really close to me are against something, then I'm less likely to go through with it. And then the last one is no, not at all. I think I am like, I like the last part of the third answer that I'm less likely to go through with it. Like I can in my, if my, I tell my, family something like my immediate family like Mm -hmm. oh I really think this and they're like "Mm, I don't know about that I'm like I still think this is right but now I feel really less sure because you don't feel the same way this is especially like my sister because we're really similar yeah and if she doesn't think something along the same lines as me I really start to question it yeah um so I think I'm that I don't care what the larger community says but if the people really close to me are against something then I'm less likely to go through with it yeah I definitely don't care what the larger community says um I do like take my family and to account the one where it's like um um yes but I have to live around them and they can make my life more difficult mm. with their disapproval I think yeah. is mostly me because I think I've always had the ability to like speak my mind like I've never held back my opinion about something like they don't change my opinion but it's like uncomfortable when we disagree I would say I do though care about what people think about me (laughs) I mean we all care (laughs) I'll just say that Um, (laughs) I really like people to like me (laughs) that wasn't the question (laughs) I said like what does your community think about you and I feel like I like the answer was like I don't care what the large community thinks but but I think I do care what the large community thinks in some ways but like I don't have a connection with the larger community, so... Yeah, see, I think for me, like, I really don't care what the large... I think I care more what one-to-one people think about me. And even in that instance, I don't think I'm changing myself for, like, anybody except for people that are extremely close to me. You know what I'm saying? They're the only people that are really going to change my mind on something. Yeah. So you're doing the... um, I'm less likely to go through with it, and I'm doing the, um... Yeah. Yes, because I have to live in around. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So what's your top priority? Um, do you want to read the 
myself and my family, born or chosen, my goals, and then make or making the world a better place. Oof. <laughs> this is like real. Um, I think it's for me. It's myself and my family. Yeah. I like that they add myself in there because mm-hmm. I think the, like a common answer in like, like BuzzFeed quiz it's like my family is the most important. I'm like yeah, but like, is it bad to be like I care about like what's happening for me? Like I know I just think I like that they kind of loop them in together because I think they are connected, and then they have my goals separately. So yeah, I, I think myself it. and my family is actually for me too. I would like my answer to be making the world a better place, but I don't I think I care about that as mine. much as like the people that. Um, yeah. Like I don't think. I actually don't think the myself applies to me. Like, I think I care more about the people around me than I do um, myself. Like, I think I would put make the world a better place ahead of myself. And I don't think that's necessarily a good thing about my personality. But I do think I care more about my friends and my family than I do the world as a whole, which is unfortunate. (laughs) Let's not have to do the trolley problem. (laughs) Okay. Would you lie to an acquaintance to save their peace of mind? Would you make, would it make you feel grimy to do it? Oh, the answer is yes, I would. The important thing is that I didn't hurt them. Um, I might do it, but it would bother me. I would if lying made my life easier and it wouldn't make me feel bad at all. And then the last one is I wouldn't lie. This is a tough cue. This is a hard one. Also, I think they don't have enough options for the I wouldn't lie part. Right. And I think I would have a really hard time lying. I don't think I would lie. I think I would... I I, think I I would maybe, like, lie a little bit, but I would still, like, say whatever it was that I needed to say. I think if there was an option that was, like, I would phrase it gently. Yeah. I would, like, like, candy coat it a little bit. Yeah, I would candy coat, but I I don't think I would lie. I would also be like, you need to know this. Like, and I. You definitely wouldn't I lie. Know. Excuse <laughs> me, Molly. I, I never said I yeah, would. I, I never said I would. But I also wouldn't want somebody to lie to me. Me either. Even if I would be like upset by it, which I know I would be. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm really upset that you. Like, not upset that you told me, but I'm upset about this information. I would still yeah. rather know than not know. Me too. That, I mean, that's like one of my biggest things. I don't want to feel like. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't lie. <laughs> no. I also, if I lied for even a moment, like, the next time I saw them, I'd be like, I gotta I tell you. I gotta tell you the truth. <laughs> well, that's also, like, I also think this is weird because, well, it says, to an acquaintance. So, like, well, I... I was thinking, like, a work... Like a coworker. Oh, see, for me, acquaintance is like the kicker for me because I might lie to an acquaintance. Oh, like I, I was never thinking like a work s- setting. That's how my mind <clears throat> went too. Which I've had to deal with that a lot. Actually. Oh, I don't think I would lie in a work setting either. Yeah, like if a coworker, I don't know if some like if my boss said something to me about like something that my coworker did, like I would probably end up telling them. Oh yeah, like I don't know. I think we were both. That's how I was trying to frame it because I don't have that many acquaintances other than like work. Yeah, I have a lot of acquaintances, so I'm trying to. But I don't mostly like work associated. Yeah, I don't think I would. Yeah, I don't think I would lie because I don't think that's helpful to anyone. Yeah. Okay, when you're making a decision and you're stuck, what should you do? Um, 
I need to take a deep, take a breath, either by myself or with trusted friends, to check in with myself and figure out the path I want to take. I try to quiet all of my feelings and fears to get down to the real question. It's not about how I feel about the choice. It's about the details and the situation. Um, I don't make decisions. I freewheel through life on a bicycle with no brakes. Help. And then I just freeze up. Mm. I know for sure mine. Um, yeah, me too. I need to take a breath either by myself or with trusted friends. I think I go to friends first when I have these issues. See, my immediate thought was like, I would never go to friends. Yeah, I, I was definitely number two. I try to quiet all my feelings and fears, get down to the real question. It's not about how I feel about the choice. It's about the details of the situation. Like, which I feel like. That's what, like, for me, so, that's um, what I interpret one to be, but you do it, yes, with a friend. <laughs> oh, but I forget we're doing the primary one. See, that, but that question feels very, like, oh, yeah. You know, like how you would handle. But anyway, I'm yeah, going with true. the first one. Okay, I'm going with number two. Um, do you listen to your intuition? <laughs> It's important to get your information from multiple sources, but yes, I think it's important to pay attention to yourself. Um, the next one is, um, yeah, the same way I would listen to a toddler. <laughs> and then it says, what the hell is intuition? Wow, I do not like those answers. Yeah, me either. I think I'm the first one, but that well, one's the one that's the most put, like, rational. You can't put the other two. Like, what does that even mean? Uh, yeah, the same way I would listen to a toddler. I think it means that they like, don't you trust give their in own. to everything. Or... Like, I want this. I want this. No, no, no. Well, yeah, I think it means that that person doesn't trust their own intuition and they they need, like, to, like, weigh out the pros and cons. Like, they do not do things by... Yeah. Um, None of these is, like, I fully trust my intuition. Yeah. Which I think is kind of... But I do think that I think first one makes I'm it. the first one, too, but I just don't Yeah, like it, they the don't answers. have a lot of choices for that I'm sorry one. to be so critical guys sorting hat chats you i mean a great I, job i'm just saying i i feel like i like this one better than the uh hogwarts the pottermore one so far so we'll see i haven't taken the pottermore one in probably 10 years i took it last week this past week someone points out a flaw in your logic their argument makes sense but there's something about it that just bothers you like I'm at it. <laughs> Do you change your ways because of what they said? <clears throat> Do you want to read the... Yeah. Something feels wrong about this. I've got to trust myself within reason. I'll think about it, but you can convince anyone of anything if you talk pretty enough. <laughs> the next one... I don't even know what that means. <laughs> a Slytherin answer. <laughs> the next one is, it doesn't matter how I feel about this. It matters what the right thing to do is. If I follow their logic and agree with it and don't change, then I'm either a hypocrite, a coward, or lazy. I don't want to be. There's something I don't fully understand about this situation yet. I need to think about what they said, what I agreed with, and what well, what felt wrong. Once I understand what's going on, I should be able to make a decision I'm happy with. Worrying about something like this seems exhausting. <laughs> I'll do my best to not be a stucky person, but why are we still talking about this? <laughs> I think Is that you? Yes. <laughs> I think I'm the one above it. Like, I need to take some time and fully understand what's going on. Think about what I really think, what the yeah. other person... Like, I need to take that time. Sometimes I act like the... If I do this, what does that mean about me? Yeah. But I think ultimately... I'm the 
the there's something I don't fully understand and I need to think about it. Yeah. And then that's when I like go to a friend. Usually, okay. like I need to bounce this off. Like, am I mm-hmm. being logical? Is this like you know that kind of thing? That's when I feel like I need to. I also think about, like, am I being a hypocrite a lot? But I yeah. don't... No, I definitely think, like, once I... I'll hit a certain point in an argument very quickly where I'm just like, this seems like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and because I also... If it's something that is important to me that I feel strongly enough about it to keep fighting about, then I usually... If it's not, like, an academic thing that, like, clearly has a right answer, then I, like, sort of solving it. But, like, if it's an opinion-based thing, then I'm, like, we can both have our own opinion. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's interesting because the next question has to do with Mm. that. Does agreeing with your closest friends... Oh, does disagreeing with your closest friends about something important to me... Does disagreeing with your closest friends about something important to you make you feel... Make you love them less? No. <laughs> I don't... I need the answers, but no. Unless it's, like, political, then yes. I respect them less, maybe, but the love doesn't go away. Yes, it would. No, but it might end our friendship. It matters what they do, not what they think. No, not in the slightest. See, this is, like, I feel like they do mean stuff like political things. Like, I don't think they're talking about, like, Hogwarts house. (laughs) Oh. This is rough. Hogwarts house is very political, Alex. No, but you know what (laughs) I'm talking about. Like, does your friend support a woman's right to choose? Right, like... (laughs) It does, is my friend pro-choice versus pro-life? That is something that is a game changer and I drop you in a heartbeat. Are you a homophobe? Drop you. Are you racist? I drop you, like, easily. I don't have time for that kind of negativity in my life. But if it's, like, you like to have Nutella on your sandwich, then I don't give a crap. I, I guess I'll pick the first one. I respect them less, maybe, but the love doesn't go away. Mm. Yeah. But I'm, I, uh, I think compartmentalize something sometimes. Obviously, it does depend on what it is, like. So, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Am I answering for something small or something big? Let's go with something medium. What What is a medium thing? Like, they were Republican, but they didn't vote for Trump. Sure. Then I would respect them less. Okay. But... Or they just didn't vote. Oof. I would They were a Bernie fan, and then they didn't vote. Oh, I would respect them less. Or... Mm, I don't know what this if would be. It, like, well, that's what I'm that's saying. That's not even really a discussion. I feel like it has to be some sort of argument. Um... Like, I, I don't know, is there, like, a less... I'm gonna say no, but it might end our friendship. Because I think that's... Do you think that's not an accurate thing for you? Yeah. I mean, how many people have you ended your friendship over, like, a disagreement? Because you felt different ways about something. I've just... I've not talked to people. But it's political stuff. It's always something political. Yeah. 
That's what I'm trying. That's why. That's yeah, no, that, I'm trying to think of a good Because example. I think this is like really difficult for me because I value friendship so much. But I will cut you out if I just don't agree with like something serious like that. Because that's something that's extremely important to me. I'm going to go with the I would respect them less, maybe. But the love doesn't go away. See, I feel like the love would go away first for me. Love would go away. I think I would stay friends with somebody and stop loving them. Why? Well, then does disagree with your closest friend about something important to you make you love them less? Maybe you just say, yes, it would. Like, it doesn't mean you're not friends with them, but like, yes, it would make you love them less. Okay. I think. Maybe that's. You're right. You're right. I wasn't even considering that. I know. That's like a. Cut and dry. Yeah. But yes, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. That is the answer. Oh my god, this is so fucking rough. Oh god, I just, okay. What if everyone you loved left you? I would be a mess. Um, they betrayed you, abandoned you, or died, and you're hurting. What keeps you moving forward? Um, the hope that I'd be able to trust someone again. There's still so much to see and do. There's still work to be done. Or the hope that I'd find or make a new home. How about I would not move forward? Right, I just wouldn't. How about my depressed ass would be in trouble? Also, these are all very different, and I would respond very differently. If I was betrayed or abandoned, I would feel very differently if somebody Ooh, died. Interesting. Um, yeah, that's so true. Well, I guess, like, betrayed I think and abandoned saying, is one thing and died is another. I think they're trying to say that everyone you love is gone. I think that's the... I think I'm guessing that I hope I'd make, find or make a new home for me. I think what would keep me going is there's still so much to see and do. I knew you were going to say that. That makes sense. Yeah, because I think, like, even in my lowest moments, like, that is what keeps me going. Yeah. Is, like, I'm a, I'm a huge dreamer. I'm, I find, like, safety and, like... yeah. Okay, we're learning so much about ourselves. <laughs> oh my word. Okay. Deep cuts. <clears throat> what if you realize that absolutely everything you thought was true was wrong? <laughs> Jesus Christ. The authorities you trusted. <laughs> so stressed. <laughs> um, the authorities you trusted, the beliefs you held, the wrongs you'd fought against. Ooh, this is an interesting question. The Oh, there are only two options. I'd have to go sit by myself in a corner for a little bit before I could figure out how to move forward. That would be awful. I find out I'm wrong about stuff all the time. You learn new things, you move on, and do better. That's me. I'm the first one. Because that, I, like, say this all the time, that, like, literally no one's woke. And we just always need to be, we always need to be open to other people telling us that, um. I am trying very hard to be more like that. Very hard. But I'm doing the first thing to get there. I'm like, I just need to sit with it in a corner for a minute and then move on and do better. (laughs) So I want to combine them, but I do need to sit in the corner by the, I need to have a timeout. face the wall and think about it and then I try and move on and do better but I think this would be hard though because while I don't believe I'm woke I do feel very strongly that if someone were like to be like you know what gay rights are wrong I'd be like wait a fucking minute blue lives do matter 
Whoa, too far. The authorities. Um, that would be awful. That would be awful. I'd have a hard time. Um, yeah, so. Um. And I would, I would be dealing with a lot of guilt, too. With, like, why, like, oh, I felt this way and I feel guilty. Like, yeah. I carry a lot of, um. I would definitely carry guilt. guilt. But I think even, like, with stuff like all lives matter and stuff like that. I think I managed to do a pretty good job of seeing things from the other side. Just yeah. so. Um, <laughs> this is a, just a statement. The next one. You can't help everyone in the world who needs it, but you wish you could. These are the answers. <laughs> yeah. And it sucks. I'm trying to be practical, but it just makes me feel like a bad person sometimes. Um, next one. I'm helping everyone I can. I can live with that. Um, it's not my job to help everyone in the world. I'm number one. Number one. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, it really, it does. And I um, feel like a bad person sometimes. You're at a crossroads in your life. You've made your pro-con lists. You've Wait, are you on a new question? Yeah. I have a different one. Oh, it must be because we're going in different ways. Okay, you read yours first. Okay, mine says, you're at a crossroads in your life. You've made your pro-con list. You've talked to people you respect. Choice A looks like the right choice. It's the one everything is telling you is the right choice. Your lists and your advisors tell you it's the oh, right no. choice. <laughs> but it just feels wrong. So you choose choice B. Same. <laughs> Is that just a true or false why, yeah, why is it adding me? <laughs> um, the first one is, you feel brave for sticking to your guns and doing what you felt was right when the world was telling you that you were wrong. Um, <laughs> the next one is, it was selfish to make less correct choice because you made it made you feel better. Number three, I made my choice. Now I live with it. Life only moves in a forward direction. No. I would feel brave for sticking to my guns. For a while. Huh? For a while. Yeah, and then I'd feel bad. <laughs> but I do do this all the time. I'm mad you didn't get this question. Why did it call me out this Mine's, way? like, kind of similar. Um, you've changed your mind about an old belief or moral structure that you used to value. You got new information, and you tried to update your way of thinking, and you think hope question mark you're a better person for it do you feel guilty about the old belief you've abandoned yeah these seem like you know our final questions yeah. they've they're tailored for our answers okay so this says sometimes yeah um and then my conscience isn't made up of the things that i believe my conscience is defined by how i think and how i change my mind nothing's really changed certainly nothing's been abandoned I feel guilty no matter what path I choose. I think that's mine. <laughs> I would, um, yeah. All right, I haven't clicked mine. I'm clicking mine at the oh, same time. I still have another question. Oh. So. Oh, I do too. Um, oof. Okay. What's yours? Would you rather be truthful or kind? Oh, yeah, that's mine too. Okay. I wonder, maybe this. That's weird. Yeah. It felt very, like, tailored though. Why can't I be both? If you make me choose, I want to be kind. Truth is more important than not stepping on people's toes. I don't care about either of these things. 
Um, I'm going to say, why can't I be both? Same. Oof. What do you have? The stranger. No. Okay, what's yours? I have the most important things in my world are... uh, In my world and my life are the people I love. Yes or no are my only options. All right, wait. Say it again? The most important things in my world and my life are the people I love. Yes or no? I think yes. Isn't that an easy question? Yeah. But it feels weird. What would be the alternative, I guess? Like material things or like your job? I think, yeah. Well, I, oh. See, those things didn't even come into mind. I think I was still thinking on like my belief systems. Oh, okay. But I still think I value the people I love more than that. I don't want to answer in case it's my last one. So I want us to click at the same time. Would you feel worse abandoning a stranger in need or turning your back on your closest friend? I would feel bad on my closest friend. Oh, yeah, same. I didn't get that question. Oh, sorry. I keep clicking ahead, but I got another question. (laughs) Clearly the people I love are the most important thing in my life. Um, (laughs) Wow. What's yours? Do you think it's an individual's responsibility to help everyone they can that's a good question what do you believe um so it's either sure but you can't people are fallible and their energy is finite it sucks that you can't help everyone but you can't um and then the other option is but we've got to (laughs) try i feel like i'm the more cynical one the first one yeah i'll wait mine is do you think you're a good person? Yikes. Minus, well, I try. No one's a good person. I tried. And define good. I'm going to say, well, I try. Yeah. I try to be a good person. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, I just got the crossroads question. Oh, okay. So I have my answer. So you finish oh, yours. Oh, wow. That's weird. Well, I can keep keep going, but yeah, you keep going. I'll read it again because I forgot. You're at a crossroads in your life. You've made your pro-cons list. You've talked to people you respect. Choice A looks like the right choice. So when everyone is telling you it's the right choice, your list and your advisors tell you it's the right choice, but it feels wrong, so you choose choice B. Um, One, you feel brave for sticking to your guns and doing what felt right when the world was telling you that you're wrong. Two, it was selfish to make the less correct choice just because it made you feel better. Three, it was, I made my choice, now I live with it, life only moves in a forward direction. I think I would do the last one. I made my choice and now I'm trying to move on with it. Interesting. Okay. I have another question. Oh my goodness. I'm a puzzle. You're a hat stall. Okay. When you forgive someone who has wronged you or others... Do you do it because you believe they've changed? Okay. Oof. Wait, wait, repeat that. When you forgive someone who has wronged you or others, do you do it because you believe they've changed? Woof. Okay. One, forgiveness is about me, not about them. I'd forgive them maybe, but I wouldn't forget. Hmm. Two, if I forgive them, they have to first convince me that they had changed and understood what they did wrong before me. Three, why would I ever forgive someone who had hurt me? (laughs) I think I have to go with number one, but I think how I really feel isn't on here. How do you really feel? Um, Not to be your therapist. How do you really feel, Molly? (laughs) 
I think I do it because I'm supposed to, mm. but I don't, oh, I don't really let it go, which I guess is most like number one, which is why yeah, I'm which is like one. I don't forget. Yeah, whatever is that the one that ends and I don't forget. Yeah, yeah. I think like maybe over time I would eventually forgive, but like if I had to make a decision, I would do it because I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm supposed to do this kind of. Mm-hmm. The most important thing in my world are the. Why did you I get love. all of them and I didn't get all of them? Do you think you're a good person? Oh my god! <laughs> it must have just like, I'm trying to. It may have just. Well, I try. You might be a Gryffindor primary. Yeah, see, I got Gryffindor primary, too. You can keep going with yours. So what is... Oh, where? Just tell me more. I don't think I'm a Gryffindor Okay, primary. well then, keep going. Yeah, you, yeah, no, go ahead. Yeah, so then, then it gives you an option to keep going. Remember it said that... Um, no, it just said tell me more. No, no, no. After you read more, after you read what it is, then it'll tell you. It'll give you the oh, option. Oh, Okay. Okay. Are you explaining? Yes. Okay. Um, Gryffindor primaries trust their moral intuitions and have a need and drive to live by them. They feel what's right in their gut and it matters and guides them. If they don't listen to and act on that, it feels immoral. We call Gryffindor primaries morally felt, but it doesn't mean that they're impetuous. Emotions emotional hellions gryffindors can still be intelligent deliberate creatures who weigh their decisions and moralities carefully reasoning contextualizing and debate can be su support for gryffindors felt morality but those things can never make a fully satisfying morality in themselves some things are just wrong no matter what pretty words you use to explain them does that sound like you from your answers so far, you might also be a Slytherin. This, this is for you. This is for me. Slytherin primaries prioritize their own selves and loved ones first. Slytherins don't feel guilty or selfish about this, but they feel righteous and moral. The most important thing is to look after your own. Abandoning or hurting one of your own is the worst thing you can do. Um... I definitely think I'm more of a Gryffindor than a Slytherin in this context and in the original context. But I do think that my most Slytherin aspect of me is like this primary aspect where it's like they value loved ones. Yeah. Like I think I don't have like any Slytherin secondary really and we haven't gotten to that point. Yeah. But I do think that that makes sense and I'm not very ambitious like a Slytherin, but I think I do value my loved ones. Um, so I got, does that sound like you? And then from your answers so far, you might also be, and I got both Hufflepuff or Slytherin. Interesting. Um, Hufflepuff primaries bond to communities, traditions, or cultures. They prioritize fairness, equality, treating people justly because people are people, not because they like one person more than others. And then Slytherin primaries prioritize um, own selves and loved ones first. Um, so they don't feel guilty or selfish about this. They feel righteous and moral. Blah, blah, blah. What you just said. Um, I don't know. I, I, it's putting so much on morality and I feel like I don't think about that that much. 
Well, then I don't think that you would be a Gryffindor. Right. Primary. I think I'm going to say, you no, need- that's not me. Let's just keep, let's keep looking. All right. My options are, I might be a Gryffindor. Maybe tell me more about Gryffindor. I like Gryffindor, but I'm torn between it and another house. I don't think, um, can you tell me more about the differences between the houses? There are nice ideals and I live by them when I can, but you can hardly do that all the time. Maybe I model Gryffindor. No, that's not me. Let's keep looking. I'd like to explore Slytherin. So I think I'm going to say... I got all those and then also I'd like to explore Hufflepuff. Um, but I'm going to say, no, that's not me. Let's keep looking. Um, I don't think it's not me. I'm going to say, maybe tell me more about Gryffindor. Okay. Because, yeah. Um, Gryffindor has a reputation of votality, much like Slytherin reputation for ambition. All of the houses believe things strongly, just like all houses have their own ambitions. But with its broad internal morality, Gryffindor is the most likely to have things they are passionate about thrown in their faces. Just like as a Slytherin's ambitions looks least selfless and therefore more generally malignant. I think what you read for Gryffindor, well, it makes sense for you. Ravenclaw primaries. I just, I want to hear what it is, because in case. Yeah. Ravenclaw primaries are more likely to chew over things first and take outside input in their systems. Hufflepuffs more likely to worry about hurting other people's feelings and Slytherins more likely to not care. You can have rampaging Hufflepuffs, Ravenclaws, or Slytherins easily, but Gryffindors are often most obvious when they stand fast and are indiscriminate about whose toes they step on if something is important enough. Yeah, I'm going to say yes, that might be me. I think the Gryffindor primary makes a lot of sense for me. You're the short Ravenclaw thing I feel like feels like me, but... um, Yeah, I do too. So I'm kind of surprised because I feel like most of my answers were like, I need to think about it or like I need to... Although we had very similar... We had very similar answers, I think, for a lot of them. Um, So it's kind of suggesting that I could be a burned Gryffindor. Um, So before we go on, can we check another option with you? If Gryffindor doesn't quite work for you or even annoys you a bit, you might want to consider what you may be a burned Gryffindor. Burned houses are still drawn to the moral center of their primary but they're too tired, world-weary, practical, or resigned to believe those lofty ideals can be lived by. A burned Gryffindor still thinks it's important to try and do the right thing. They just have some doubts, insecurities, or cynicism around the ideas that anyone can know what right is. Um, The world would be easier if they could trust their gut, but they know they can't. They still strive to do what they can and often build a constructed morality system or adopt an external legal, philosophical, or religious code in order to live as well as possible, but unlike a Ravenclaw primary who would be satisfied and righteous using the external system, a burned Gryffindor will always be disappointed and even guilty using this outsourced moral system. Burned houses often find unburned members of their house to be exhausting, annoying, or criminally naive. They also consider themselves bad people, practical, reasonable people, but immoral and imperfect in order to survive a complicated world. I feel like, if anything, I would be like the burned version. Yeah, but I want I wanted to tell you more about Ravenclaw. So I should say no, I think I'm not Gryffindor at all. Mm-hmm. 
check out Ravenclaw. <laughs> I feel like this is cheating, but did it give you more? Okay. Does your internal moral compass know something you don't? Even if I think I know better than what my gut is telling me, I still feel like a better person if I listen to it. Not in a weird way, but it might. The world is messy and we know more than we know consciously. Even if trusting it sometimes leads me astray. It's the most solid thing I have to go on. It feels like that and then I'll look into whatever it's telling me and decide if I agree. Um, no, it doesn't. It's just a bundle of biases. Uh, my morality can't be separated from the rest of me like that. I know what I know. The question makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, does your internal moral compass know something you don't? I guess I'll say if it feels like that, then I'll look into whatever it's telling me and decide if I agree on it. Mm -hmm. Okay. After spending some time trying to decide between two options, you're convinced that A is the right thing to do. The people around you, though, are just as convinced that it's B. How do you feel? Um, I understand that we might not see eye to eye on everything, but I want to believe that they'll support me no matter what decision I make. Still, it bothers me. It makes me wonder what I'm missing. Um, B, there must be a miscommunication or something. Either I or they don't understand if they understand the options like I did. For better or for worse, they would agree with me. No, I'm right. <laughs> hmm. I'm between A and B. No, I'm right. I'm kind of leaning towards the... I think there must have been a miscommunication. Like, I didn't explain it correctly. And if I had, they would agree with me. Mm. That's what I'm going to go with. Um, which of these statements is more true for you? One, if I've decided to stand by the people I love, it's a choice. I could make a different decision. Um, or B, at the end of the day, some things are right and some things are wrong. You don't turn your back on the people you love. Yikes. Mm. I feel like they're two different statements. Like, if I stand by the people I love, like, let's say I agree with them, I feel like I could disagree with them in another circumstance because I love them but the second question is basically like you completely turn your back on them if you do you know yeah. what I'm saying like I feel like they're getting at two different points say them again sorry if I've decided to stand by the people I love it's a choice I could make a different decision and then the second one is at the end of the day some things are right and some things are wrong you don't turn your back on the people you love. I think I think that the first part of that sentence is confusing because it makes it sound like it's like you're standing by them even if it's a decision that you disagree with, but I don't think that's what it is. I think it's saying there's things that are right and things that are wrong, and if you turn your back on your family, that's definitely a, in the wrong category. I think I'm going to pick number one. Yeah, I think that's more accurate. Okay, I've got a couple more. Mm-hmm. When you sit down and consider the terrifying lack of objective truth in our reality, how do you feel? Oof. <clears throat> One, I think about this question sometimes when I'm trying to make decisions and it's horrible. <laughs> Two, it's all right. I thought about it and the reality is close enough to the models we build in of it in our heads. 
three, I don't sit down very often and consider the terrifying lack of objective truth in our reality. Are you okay? (laughs) Four, I think about this often, but only for fun. And then five, I would like to dispute the very basis of this question. I think there's some objective truth in the universe. Mm. Ooh, interesting. But I think I'm number one. I think about this when I'm trying to make decisions and it's horrible. Um, you might be a Ravenclaw primary. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I feel like it was contrived, but. Well, I think it was. I tried not to let my answers affect I think there were definitely ones in there that were meant to, like. Suss it out. Yeah, and they would have been like, you're just not. <laughs> yeah, my alternative is still, like, a burned Gryffindor, so that's interesting. Ravenclaw primaries have a constructed system that they test their decisions against before they feel comfortable calling something right. The system might be constructed by them or it might have been taught to them as children or it might have been discovered by them some point later in life. A philosophy, a culture, a legal system, religion, a story. But it gives them a way to frame the world and, co- and the confidence in their ability to interact with it morally. Ravenclaws do not lack an intuitive sense of morality or gut feeling about things, but they distrust those instincts and have a need to ignore or to dig down deep and dissect those internal moral impulses. Living within their built moral system is as important to a Ravenclaw as to a Gryffindor. It's the source of the morality that differs between them, what they trust. I I think this test is interesting because it puts Ravenclaws and Gryffindors together more than, like, most quizzes, I think. Mm -hmm. But I think that makes sense. Yeah, but I've never thought of, like, Ravenclaws as distrusting morals, I guess. Well, I think they distrust... Or even, like, distrust themselves. I don't know. I think it's just an interesting way to frame it. I think it's less about distrusting yourself and, like, morals in general in the way that it's like, oh, they just don't believe in themselves because the whole thing about Ravenclaws is that they're creating their own system. But I think it's more like mistrusting your feelings on something and slash always like mistrusting a set moral system and choosing to um, go according to your own system. Yeah. Not based on what like the world believes is right or wrong necessarily. Does that sound like you or do you feel more like a burned Gryffindor in this context where it's like you have, you're like annoyed by the like cause girl side of Gryffindor, but you feel like you do have that. I think I'm more of a Ravenclaw primary, but I liked the Gryffindor, the burned Gryffindor. Like I did identify with Mm -hmm. aspects of that for sure. Yeah. But I think it captured the something the um like about testing decisions against like some other outside aspect Mm -hmm. i really identified with that all right are we on to secondary yes i'm i'm putting um no i really think i'm a gryffindor primary let's go on to secondary yeah okay my first question is when you succeed 
How influential in that success were the people around you? See, okay. The people who I know, trust, encourage, or rely on are a big part of my successes. Um, I have people in my life who matter to me, but they aren't part of my victories exactly or not at all. I would say the people who I know, trust, and encourage or rely on are a big part of my successes. Um, I'm going to say I have people in my life who matter to me, but they aren't part of my victories exactly. Um, do people consider you charismatic? I would say yes. It's yes, uh, maybe, or no. I'm going to say yes. (laughs) Yeah. What what would you say, listeners? So charismatic. Are we charismatic? (laughs) Um... Do people consider you trustworthy? The answers are also yes, eh, maybe, and uh, no. I hope people say yes. Yeah, I think yes, too. I also think yes for you. I trust you very deeply. Deeply. Lasse. Deeply. Yikes, I don't want to keep saying that I don't like that word anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Do people consider you flexible? The answers are also yes and maybe and no. Um, I think for you, yes. Yeah, I would say I'm pretty flexible. I think I'm a uh, maybe. <laughs> I think you I are think I'm flexible. In some circumstances, yeah. but not across the board for sure. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but only for like there are certain things that I dig my heels in. And there's some things where I'm like, I don't care. I definitely don't think you're a no. And I'm not a yes. <laughs> I think I'm a uh, maybe. Eh, maybe. Okay. Do you like going into situations with a plan? Yes. <laughs> the answers are, sometimes I just, it just trips me up trying to stick to a plan. Being prepared makes things go better for me. I'd like to plan, but I often do manage to. But I don't often manage to. I like having a plan, but I also like throwing away the plan. (laughs) I I feel like all of these work for you, though, on some level. Yes. Um, I would like to say that being prepared makes things go better for me is so accurate. But also, I like having a plan, but I also like throwing away the plan. Or I'd like to have a plan, but I, but I also don't, don't manage to. I also I do think that like or it trips me up sticking to a plan. I don't think that's the case. Okay. I don't think. I think when I do stick to a plan is the best case yeah. scenario. Like we were saying earlier. This is modeling. This is me at my best. <laughs> yes, this is modeling. Um, but um. Um, I think I, the last one is probably most accurate. Yeah. I, I'm, like, being prepared and it makes things go better for me. Yeah. And for everyone around me, to be honest. Yeah. (laughs) This is so true, though. Like, being prepared is the best, the best case scenario for me. My life is always better when I'm prepared. But I just sometimes, I do that, that Gryffindor thing. Um, when you spot a metaphorical obstacle in your path, what do you do? You've got to face your problems. You can't ignore them. Two, you have to understand your problems if you ever want to solve them. Or three, you have to protect yourself. Find another way around. Mm, 
I would say you have to understand your problems if you ever want to solve them. Yeah, I think so, too. I'm just trying to think of, like, what that would be, but, um... I think regardless if it's, like, a personal thing or an I think, inner thing, it's, like, I gotta figure out why this is happening. Yeah, and I think, like, positively and negatively. Like, there can be things that you definitely need to face, and I'm, like, no, I need to talk about it more. Yeah. You know? Like, I think that's, um... But I do, if it's a conflict with another person, I'm way more likely to face it head on. Because I don't, like passive aggression how do you feel about shortcuts no sounds great i can get sounds great i um no <laughs> unless it's running we're only like, talk, literally we're literally talk, we're only talking about running um do you like to gather all possible information before making a decision oh i have a different question Oh. Wait, you do, wait, finish yours. Um, my answers are, I like to know what's going on, but at a certain point, that's just stalling. (laughs) Um, making decisions without understanding the full picture can really mess you up. Um, and then the last one is, I make decisions right away. If I learn more things later, I can change my mind then. Um, I'm between one and two. Um... Um, I agree that making decisions without understanding the full picture can really mess you up, but I do think that, like, I am more likely to, I like to know what's going on, but at a certain point it's just stalling. Like, I like to know what's going on, but I'm gonna gather my own opinion about it. But I don't know if that's what that necessarily means. What do you think? You're being very quiet. I was, um, taking everything in. Can you read the question again? Yeah, the question is, um... Do you like to gather all possible information before making a decision? I think you are more like the first one. Like, you do like having information, but you're also, like, going to make a decision. Right. But I don't think I make a decision right away either, which is the last option. Yeah, because you also aren't usually going to change your mind. Yes. Like... That's true. Like, you... Like, you'll get enough to make a decision, I yeah. think. So, yeah, I think that's what one is. Yeah. All right, what's yours? Um, is knowing things or knowing people more useful when solving problems? Which is interesting. Mm. It, I, it would have to really depend on what it well, is. Well, what are your answers? Oh, people or things. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Would you rather know more things or more about the people to make a decision? This is easy for me. Um, I'm thinking of it, again, like, in a work setting, and I think things. Well... You work with people, like, your whole thing is, like, the people. But if I know enough about the... Yeah, like, if I know enough about the people, I know it would be best for them personally, but if it's, like, over a thing, if I know a lot about the thing, then I feel like I... I don't know, it's hard, it's a really hard question. This is a hard question. I feel like you, it, but I think that's kind of part of the quiz, like any kind of personality quiz. It's like, what is the first context that you put it into? You know? Like, what is the most important context for you personally? And then how do you then make your decision? 
I'm at a hat stall. I guess my my your gut was things. things. So yeah, I would put I'll things. do that. Um, this next one is a real at. Um, do you feel the need to keep the peace? That's my next question too. Um, not at the expense of other things, being honest, being right, etc. Yes, so long as the price of that piece isn't hurting anyone. Yes, because it makes my life easier if things are peaceful. No, I am an agent of chaos. <laughs> That's certainly not me. I think um, the first one is my... Um, not at the expense of others being honest, honest or being right, etc. Um, I think as long as it's not hurting anyone, I do, like, want to keep the peace. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or would you say, for me, a different one? No, no, no. For you, I think that makes... Well... I feel like it could also be number one. Yeah. But... I feel like yours is number one. Okay. Personally. I'll put number But one. I think we both... Because we both like to... We both like a fun argument. Yeah. You know? Like, and I don't think we'll, we hesitate to tell other people, really, our opinion. You more so than me. So that's why I'm thinking one. I, I am like that, but not with everybody. That's true. I guess I'm putting this in the context of people that matter most to me. Which I do think most of this quiz is around. Yeah. And that's most of my life. Like, I spend most of my, like, when I'm being my most, like, my personal self, then it's when I'm around people I care about. Because if it's, like, in a work situation where I'm trying to, like, play the game or whatever, then I do to keep the peace, but that's not me being my genuine self. That's me trying to get through a work day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just, I keep thinking about my work situations in this context, and it's, I, I, it's, like, so much more wrapped up in, like, my, my day-to-day, I think. And, because I do the same thing every day, yeah. too. Whereas you do different things. So, I don't, and you work with different people. I also work with a lot of kids, and I think the, the re- gut reaction is to let kids win. And not be yourself. <laughs> but, no, but I'm saying, like, in general, like, to let kids win and, like, do that. But I, like, refuse to do that. Like, it's really hard for me to like I don't think you should let kids win I know but I but it's even like little things I'm like no (laughs) your rules to your game don't make sense you can't make yourself win every time (laughs) I think I'm gonna do (sighs) do what do what you think like my opinion doesn't matter it matters to me all right, I'm going to do number twos. Yes, so as long as the price of peace isn't hurting anyone. Okay, I'm doing... Okay, mine is, do you act differently in different groups? Does it bother you if you do? Is that yours? Mm-mm. Okay. Mine says, I don't or I wish I didn't have to, or why would it bother me? That's kind of hard to choose. Yeah. Um... I think I can get along with a lot of different types of groups, but I think that I stay pretty much the same in groups and whoever I'm hanging out with. So I'm going to say, you don't feel like I don't switch. I, I don't think I'm good at it. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Do you think of relationships as something you invest in? If you invest in people, does it pay you back later? Mm. Um, yes, I invest in people and it pays back later. A relationship is a reward in it of itself. I'm not thinking of eventual payback, and I don't invest in people that way. I think I have the same question. Oh, for next. Okay. Yeah. I said, I'm going to say two. A relationship is a reward in it of itself, and I'm not thinking of a, an eventual payback. Like, I'm not in it to be like, this will pay off later being friends with yeah. this person. Yeah. I don't think I do either, but maybe I do. Maybe I do. Because I invest in a lot of people. Yeah. For my, like, own neuroses. So I think... <laughs> I think maybe I do. But not in terms of, like, a... um, Not in a, like, numerical value or, like, yeah. a... Not like that, but just in, like, a... I think I invest in a lot of people, but I think it pays back, like, because I rely on so many friends. Like, I... Yeah. Expect that if I put that much time into you, that if I needed you, you would... So I guess that is me. more so, number one. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think um, I do. Yes, I invest in people and it pays back later. Is work its own reward? Yeah, when I care about something or no. I think, yeah, that's when not I what care about something. <laughs> I would say that too, but that's not my question. When your plan fails, what do you do? My options are I panic. <laughs> I have another plan. I don't plan. I improvise. I definitely don't have another plan. I either panic or improvise, and it depends on what the situation You're such is. An I think I do improvise though more than I panic. Like I don't. I don't think I get into a stressful situation and then shut down. Yeah. I think it's a mixture of both. Like I'm panicking, like but I'm panicking, also but you're improvising. Doing yeah. yeah. I got my answer. Are you so stressed about it? I just am surprised with what I'm getting, I guess. Is it Gryffindor again? No. Is it Hufflepuff? Yeah. Hufflepuff secondary. Interesting. I haven't gotten the explanation, so... Okay, sorry. I'll keep going. Is knowing things or knowing people more useful when solving problems? Oh, people? Okay, would you consider rule breaking to be a tool of yours or a personality <laughs> trait? <laughs> the answers are, it's a part of who I am. I'm not going to follow someone else's rules unless it makes sense. Rule breaking can be a tool, but I couldn't consider it a calling. And then I don't break rules. I think I'm the first one. Oh, I was going to say, I think you're B. You think rule breaking can be a tool, but I wouldn't consider it a calling? Yeah, I don't really break rules all that often, but I do break rules if I don't believe in them. The thing is, I believe in most rules. Yeah. So I think maybe that is too. I don't I mean, go with what you think. I, just, I don't I'm, think you're like, I'm a rule breaker. Like, that's yeah. Not, oh, like, yeah. That, I guess that one is the most hardy. I'm a rule breaker answer. It's like, that's who I am. I'm a oh, rebel. Yeah, like, no, I don't, that's I'm, how I took That's it, not but. me. But, like, I think I do have, like, I believe in my own set of rules. Like, I, if the rule. Yeah, that part makes sense, but. Yeah, like, I remember in high school, um, I followed all my parents' rules unless I didn't believe in them. And then I just fully didn't do them. And I, that's when I would get in trouble. But I was a really good kid. Like, I didn't drink or anything. 
but my parents would have stupid rules at my like they'd be like you can't like hang out at boys houses past us it might be like okay I'm just gonna lie about that because I'm not doing anything you know what I'm saying it was like when I had mixed friend groups right or I'm gonna watch tv or I'm gonna yeah or yeah well I had a rule where I wasn't allowed to watch tv during the weekdays and if I got my work done I watched tv or I wasn't allowed to have a facebook and I just had a facebook yeah so I you're kind of in the middle there so I don't know what yeah I'm gonna say rule breaking can be a tool you're I think you're right number two is probably more me Oh my god, I have more questions. Do you collect things? Facts, objects, hobbies. (laughs) The options are passionately, not to an abnormal degree or anything. (laughs) Only nine ones. I'm a minimalist. I'm going to say passionately. Yeah. Only nine ones. Is work its own reward? Yeah, when I care about something. Um, So long as you know who you are, do you care what other people think? Um, yes, I don't like to misrepresent myself. No. Yes, because what people think of affects your power and your resources. I think yes, because I don't like to misrepresent myself. Um, and then it says you might be a Gryffindor secondary. Okay. Wow, you're double Gryffindor. <laughs> Look at you. All right. Um, do you want to tell us more yeah. about you first? Because you got there first. Half of our secondaries invest themselves into their world with service and support. When things turn out well for a puff, it often comes as a result of those old investments culminating and getting back. Old debts might raise their own head in a time of need. Um, Communities the puff has supported or built might marshal to their aid without even being asked. Their reputation might precede them, allowing them trust or the allowances they need. They spend the time and do the work while a lot of the time and work may be invested in the people around them. It can also be invested in projects, systems, or organizations, and that work, too, may pay back in time of need. Often overlooked, Hufflepuff secondaries may be handed secrets, access, or tasks of monumental importance. They have developed a reputation, and they can be trusted with them. This reputation is earned through a slow and steady process of hard work. Not everyone can see the worth of Hufflepuff secondary. Less flashy than a Gryffindor, less smooth than a Slytherin, less jack-of-all-trades than a Ravenclaw. Um, Their strength is their dedication. Like all secondaries, the sorting is about what a Hufflepuff wants to do, not necessarily what they're able to achieve within the constraints of life, circumstance, and health. But a Hufflepuff wants to show up. They want to work well and fairly. They want to achieve things honestly and stay on solid ground. This is what makes a Hufflepuff. They show up, they do the work, blah, 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 blah. From your answers so far, you might also be a Ravenclaw, Ravenclaw, secondary, collect hobbies, skill set, knowledge. I think I might be modeling this. Modeling Hufflepuff? Yeah. I was about to say, because it doesn't not sound like It doesn't like not you. sound like me, but it doesn't sound like me all the time. No, it sounds like you in like, because I think you are answering a lot of them in a work setting, yeah. and it sounds like you at work. Yeah. On a good day. <laughs> On your best day. Well, like, I, it's probably going to tell me I model Ravenclaw. Let's see what it says. Um, Gryffindor secondaries are more likely to change their value than their content. They can hold their tongue. They can be polite, patients, proper people. But when the going gets rough or the rough gets going, you can find a Gryffindor secondary by their own problems are met head on rather than subverted, negotiated, or cajoled. They have an efficiency to direct it 
They have an efficiency so direct it can be almost combative. Gryffindor secondaries can be subtle, skilled, and even quiet, but they would cut to the core of things unflinchingly. They will sacrifice social harmony, reputation, and peace before they sacrifice their own outward integrity. Gryffindor secondaries can be interesting, an interesting mix of stand-up integrity and mischievous rule-breaking and chaos. These potentially conflicting traits fall into the Gryffindor secondaries are self-defined. Their integrity and their honesty is a deal with themselves, not others. It can be easy to overlook the efficiency of a Gryffindor secondary when distracted by their tactics. Friends and opponents, <laughs> in parentheses, will forget the that simplicity and directness of method says nothing about the level of complexity and intelligence and their motivations. Honesty means neither shallowness nor immaturity. The drive and ability to cut to the heart of matters which backs up a Gryffindor's directness makes them powerful in conflict and refreshing in friendship. Does that sound like you? I think it's From your answers so far, you might also be a Slytherin. Mm. But I, what do you think about that? Because I think that sounds... Do you think that sounds like me? I think it sounds pretty close. Yeah. I... I... Yeah. What part were you iffy on, I guess? I guess it it does give you the caveat, caveat that you can be, like, Step step back and like listen to other people's. Yeah, it said bite your tongue, which I kind of laughed at at first, but then it kind of explained it, and I think that was accurate. And then it said about like cutting through and like kind of Mm -hmm. saying what you think, which I think you're able to do. Yeah. The Slytherin secondaries adapt, they're flexible, they're multifaceted. It doesn't feel disingenuous to them to act differently in different spaces. That doesn't seem like me necessarily i do think i'm an actor so i am adaptable yeah um i'm gonna say i like the idea of the secondary and i use this method but i don't feel bad about doing other ways maybe i model hufflepuff hmm. oh yeah that sounds like what you just said yeah. exactly and then it's giving me the option to look at other houses. Yeah, I'm looking more into Ravenclaw, so I might answer some more questions. Mm-hmm. One was the, do you like to gather all possible information about making a decision? Uh, I'm going to say making decisions about understanding the full picture can really mess you up. Um, is it hard for you to work at things you're not interested in? I'm going to say, no, I can do that. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when your plan fails, what do you do? I have another plan. Or I improvise, but I would say I have another plan. <laughs> yeah. Do you collect things, facts, objects, hobbies? Passionately, not to an abnormal degree or anything. I'm a minimalist. I don't think I'm a minimalist. I would like to be, but I think I, think I do, you, actually. Yeah, I think you're a middle middle ground. You might be a Ravenclaw secondary. Tell me more. Tell me more. Tell I just more. think it's funny that their Ravenclaws are collectors. Like that's like that. The well, that's what line. I was trying yeah. to tell you is the like that. I think that is a Ravenclaw trait. Like the other day when we were talking yeah, about it. I know truly. So very interesting stuff here. Very interesting stuff. I think um, there's a long-standing debate for me whether or not I feel like I'm my secondary house is Ravenclaw. 
And what I'm gathering from Sorting Hat Chats is that I really think it's good that they have like this whole model option because I think I model Ravenclaw because I think I know that I function the best when I have a plan. Mm -hmm. But in actuality, it is not likely for me to stick to said plan. Do you think maybe you're a burnt Hufflepuff in some ways? I don't know. Let me, let me read about that. You mean, like, secondary or... Either, I guess. Um, in real... In the real Harry Potter world? Probably, yes. Yeah. I don't think I really relate to the Hufflepuff... Yeah. ...of this I don't, world. Because no. I don't think I'm... I don't think I'm a put your head down and work. Because I can't... I'm bad at working at things that I don't care yeah. about. Um, well, I think that was for secondary. <laughs> we didn't read much about the primary. Hufflepuff. The Hufflepuff primary. So. Which is the, like, caring about, um, all people. The valuing. Yes. But stuff. I think if we're going to take a burned situation like this, like the way they describe what a burned thing is, I think I would be a Gryffindor um, primary and, like, if we're talking Harry Potter original series, the way they do that, mm -hmm. I would say it would be a Gryffindor primary and probably a burned Hufflepuff. That's what secondary. I mean. Yeah. 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 Okay. <coughs> Thanks for playing along with us. We hope you all take the quiz. Yeah, take it. It's very interesting. self-reflection. Um, um, tell us what you got. Tell us if you disagree with it or agree with it, what you like about it. If so you've been like, listening to us for a while and you felt we answered questions differently than you. Immorally. Then tell us. Be like, um, I don't think you feel that way. But if you say that I don't collect things passionately, you're wrong. <laughs> it's only nine ones. <laughs> it's only nine. I only get obsessed with every new fandom that I fall in love with. Well, in the meantime, stay magical. Charmed, I'm sure. Juan for Johnson. <laughs> Mischief managed. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum. Thank you for listening to another episode. Um, if you can take a moment and just find us on social media, that would be wonderful. We're Potter Watch on Facebook, Real Potter Watch on Twitter. And on Instagram, we are Podcast Potter Watch, as well as our email, podcastpotterwatch at gmail.com. Please feel free to communicate with us at any time. About any topic. <laughs> um, and most importantly, please um, give us a review on iTunes. This really helps people find out about the podcast. Um, we appreciate all the reviews, and it helps us, um, you know, get a better idea of how we're doing as podcast hosts. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it.